Are you ready to strengthen your home and family? I am, which is why I am sharing some of the best tips, research, stories, and take-home activities I can find to help us create a home that is a place of peace, love, and kindness. I know we can do this together. This is the tiny tip segment of the Parenting in Real Life podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Tiny Tips. This is Alexis, and I'm excited to talk to you today about Thanksgiving traditions. But before I start, I thought I would share a parenting in real life moment, as we usually do on our podcast. If you're a parent of young kids, you know that daylight savings times is the absolute worst. Our kids are waking up way earlier than they should be, and Lucy's naps are way out of whack. Monday, she was singing in her bed, and I could hear her in the monitor just singing instead of tapping. It was really cute, but because she didn't nap, the next day she was a super hot mess. I tried taking her to Costco and it was terrible. She whined and she cried the whole time. I had Jack too. He was also whining and crying. And it just made me think about how wonderful it'll be someday when I don't have kids in the cart with me. (laughs) Anyway, after the store, Alan put Lucy down for her nap and she was screaming. So the cute singing from the day before went to like screaming. She would yell, let me out, dad, get my mom. (laughs) So she knew that Alan could hear her. I could hear her too because she was on the day monitor, but I guess she didn't realize that I could hear her also. So Alan went in to check on her and calmed her down. And luckily she fell asleep, which was so good because she needed it. You could just tell that she was so exhausted. Oh boy. Hopefully our bodies can all adjust over the next few days because Like I said, we're still having kids wake up earlier than they should be, and nap time is a struggle. Really, I just want to skip this whole daylight savings time thing. Can we just be done with this? (laughs) I keep hearing rumors about voting that we'll be able to get rid of it and stuff, and nothing's happened yet, so I'm hoping that we can just be done with daylight savings time soon. Anyway, now to Thanksgiving traditions. November is one of my favorite favorite months. I love that we focus on gratitude. It jumpstarts the holidays, the fall weather, and it's mine and Alan's anniversary this month. So I want to just share some of our favorite Thanksgiving traditions if you're looking for some new ones to incorporate into your family. So the first one is a thankful turkey. Now I just posted this on Instagram yesterday and I put that freebie on my website that I promised you guys last week to be able to make your own thankful turkey. It's just a a simple little printout and then you can either just color in the printout or you can use it as a template and cut out um, the pieces on colored paper and I show you what it looks like. So you just go onto my website at alexistannerlane.com and you'll be able to find it there for free and you can, or you could also check it out on Instagram. You can see a picture and then I have a link um, to my website on there as well. But our thankful turkey is one of our favorite traditions. We have a cute little turkey. And then every day, or we try to do it every day, (laughs) not super amazing at being super consistent. But um, each day that you remember, we take a turkey feather that's just made out of paper. And each of us writes down something we're thankful for that day. And the kids who can't quite write yet, they just tell me and I write it down for them. And then we put it on our turkey and by Thanksgiving, we have a turkey full of gratitude feathers. And it's just really fun to be able to look at all the different things that we've been thankful for that month. And it's also really fun to hear the kids, um, what they think about, especially the younger ones, because they usually come up with really silly things. (laughs) So 
But I love that it's just a good way to help our kids be grateful and to think about what they're grateful for. Tradition number two is a turkey trot. And you can even make t-shirts with it. This is something that I know a lot of people do turkey trots, but we started doing one with um, Alan's extended family or Alan's family, our extended family. Um, We plotted out a little place so that we could run. I mean, the kids were doing it too. So they were on bikes and scooters and we were walking and running and we all made t-shirts for it. And Alan's brother made a design and we used the Cricut to cut out the vinyl and iron it on the shirts. And so we all had matching shirts and it was just really fun. It's just a fun family activity to do together and something that you can do the morning of Thanksgiving or the week of, um, get some exercise in there before you eat all that food. So that is a really fun one. And we are going to do that again this year. And we're looking forward to that. The third tradition is have a pie night where you can all bring pies and eat together. This is something that my sister-in-law and her family do. And I thought it was so fun that they just bring all the pies and eat them up. Cause you know, after Thanksgiving dinner, when it's time to eat pie, usually so full, it's hard to eat all that delicious pie that you want to eat. So if you have a night just dedicated to pies, you can enjoy it all together. Um, This is also a great time to um, bake together with your family. So you can make the pies there, or if you're doing it before, you can make it with your kids if they're old enough to help. Um, It can be, you know, pies can be simple. You can buy um, Pillsbury crusts that are already done for you um, if you need refrigerated ones or if you just want ones that are already pre-baked. Those are options too. Or you can make it from scratch. So it really just depends on how much time or how much skill you have, but putting together some pies isn't too bad. Or even just order pies. We have a bakery down the street that does specializes in pies and they are so good. So you can always just buy pies too and bring those and eat those together. Number four is a turkey bowl. Um, I know a lot of families do this where you play a football game in the morning. Um, I think I've done this two or three times with Alan's family. I feel like they don't really do the turkey bowl anymore. I think that's when there were more younger kids around. So that was fun to do. Um, Sometimes our uh, church would put together a turkey bowl. Um, That doesn't always happen either. Kind of depends on the weather in Utah too, because sometimes there's snow and that's not super fun. So (laughs) if you want to put on a football game, and it's not snowing, then go for it. That's a a fun activity too. Number five is Thanksgiving books. And this is also a page on my website if you want to check it out, just the books tab. I have links to our favorite holiday books um, and it'll just take you to Amazon. And I just ordered a couple of new Thanksgiving books for us this year. I just love holiday children's books and it definitely mixes up like as I'm reading to my kids the different books that we're reading and stuff instead of the same thing over and over and it's fun to get into the holiday that way so if you're looking for some Thanksgiving children's book I have some listed on my website um, or just search Pinterest or there's lots of Instagrammers who uh, focus on children's literature as well and they share their favorite Thanksgiving books so you can you can do that and read to your kids Number six is a service project or volunteer somewhere. I don't know how easy it is going to be to volunteer at like a soup kitchen or something like this year with COVID. So you you would probably need to look into that, but there's lots of other service projects that you can do. I know I've talked about um, Project Linus where you can tie blankets. I love that one because it's super simple for kids to be able to do as well. Um, Our school just, our elementary school just did a, a teddy bear collection for a primary children's hospital. Um, in the past, we've 
had these little wooden cars and we screwed on wheels on all of them. And I think those were taken to um, Africa for kids. So there are so many service projects that you can do. Um, So you can Google it or look in your community. You can go to justserve.org. I I think it's an app as well, um, but it's definitely a website and you can see if there's any service opportunities in your area. I tried this when we lived in Wisconsin and it was a little harder to find things, but in Utah there was a ton. So it, it kind of depends on where you live, but you can always check it out and see if there's any um, service opportunities that you can do for your family and definitely get your kids involved, like have them help in another thing to help them be grateful for during this holiday season. And then number seven is after you celebrated Thanksgiving, and that's when I like to do Christmas tree shopping and decorating. I know some people like to do it earlier in the month of November, but our family tradition is to go Christmas tree shopping the day after Thanksgiving. Not always Friday, sometimes it's Saturday, but either Friday or Saturday after Thanksgiving, we'll usually go get a live Christmas tree. I just love the smell of a tree and it's just so fun. The texture is just so nice to have a real tree. So that's something that fun that we really like to do. And if you want to do that, the cheapest way to do that, at least in Utah, is to do it through Costco. Costco's trees are the cheapest. Um, when we lived in Wisconsin, there were tons of Christmas tree farms and actually they were, they were about the same price. And so it was fun to be able to go to a Christmas tree farm and have that experience and pay the same as you would at going to Costco. But in Utah, the Christmas tree farms are way more expensive. And I'm not sure that why that is. Maybe we have less pine trees here or something, but um, Costco is the way to go. So again, it kind of depends on where you live. But if you're looking for a real tree, a great time to get one is right after Thanksgiving. And it will last through, it should last through December. Ours always does. And then that's when we like to bring, uh, pull out our Christmas decorations too. But we are definitely already, Alan and I watched um, a Christmas Hallmark movie the other night. So we are definitely pulling out the Christmas uh, movies, some Christmas music. I've heard Alan listen to some. I'm kind of holding out on that until after Thanksgiving. Um, and I know everyone's different on what they what they like to do during the month of November when it comes to Christmas. But those before that, there were six Thanksgiving traditions that you can do throughout the month. So hopefully one of those sounds fun for you and you can try that out. Um, Start a new tradition or expand on ones that you're already doing. I am looking forward to this month and celebrating gratitude and Thanksgiving and our anniversary. So it should be lots of fun. I hope you enjoyed November as well, especially gives us something to think about that's not related to the election because who knows how that's going to pan out and when we'll finally get some answers, but, um, let's focus on the gratitude for now. And I think that'll help us feel a little bit better about everything. (laughs) Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.